0: Is no way responsible to any claims made during this broadcast. WRXR, Rossville, Chattanooga. A production of Whitfield Media Group. Now celebrating 20 years of talking NASCAR. This is the fastest hour in radio. Racing Talk Radio. Presented by Vascular Institute. On Rock 105. Your home for NASCAR. Now, live from the Whitfield Media Group studio. Here's Casey Orr and Sean Whitfield.
1: It is Monday, April 5th, 2021. We've got another great show scheduled for today. We'll reflect on the first seven races of the 2021 NASCAR season. Who's doing well and who's not. Also, Alex Hayden with MRN Radio will join us to break down a few of the hot topics and hot stories in the world of NASCAR. All of that plus more today on Racing Talk Radio presented by Vascular Institute on Rock 105. Hello and welcome. I am Sean Whitfield. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Casey Orr has some vacation time and uh, we'll be back here again with me next week. Filling in today for Casey is none other than the famous Dano. Hello Dano. All right, go ahead, Dano. Hello, Sean. It it would help that this producer, being me, would have your microphone on. I apologize for that. (laughs) Glad to have you here with me and uh, filling the shoes of of Casey Orr. He is uh, taking some time off, and uh, I'm not quite sure what he's doing. Knowing Casey, he's probably playing golf in that fancy fancy gated community that he lives in. So uh, yesterday, obviously, was uh, Easter, and... uh, we didn't have any NASCAR this weekend. Did you, did you kind of have uh, some NASCAR withdrawals or anything this past weekend, Dano?
2: I was definitely having some NASCAR withdrawals. Uh, <laughs> I'm so used to watching you know, every event possible that's, that's out there to watch. So uh, yeah. I really missed that. But um, I did enjoy the golf tournament.
1: Yeah, I didn't see any of that. I was busy doing the family thing all day. And I didn't even watch any of the uh, Final Four basketball. Are you into that at all? I don't really pay
2: a whole lot of attention to it. Yeah,
1: I, I usually don't uh, watch a lot of basketball, and typically I'll pay attention to the final four or, this, or the March Madness. But uh, this year it seems like I had plenty of other distractions and didn't uh, get into any of it. But uh, it was a great uh, Easter for me, it was the first time that uh, I'd had the opportunity to be with uh, my family, as far as uh, my parents, uh, brother, you know, uh, cousins, and. We're not cousins, but nieces and nephews. And uh, we got together at uh, my parents' house, and I think that was the first time we had done that since December, Christmas of 2019. So it's, uh, it's sad that the pandemic has taken us away from a lot of family activities. Has it uh, done that with your family, or have you uh, gotten together with family and everybody's put the mask on and just taken your chances? i have uh we got together uh several times
2: but uh we re- have really a, a, a large family uh so a lot of times our gatherings might be 50 people and uh <laughs> this past year uh we made uh exceptions to where uh, you know it, it was it was uh more
1: gatherings and less people at each one yeah well f- of course i know it works well for you and your family with 50 people of my family is way too much family (laughs) the old saying you can pick your friends but not your family so uh but uh, nonetheless it's it's good that uh easter came around and the pandemic is starting to slow down a little bit and uh some improvements are going on and um hopefully uh we will be ending this pandemic uh in the not so distant future but uh we did have an off weekend in nascar uh, one thing that's interesting too, Dan O, is this is the last break for fifteen weeks. We've got fifteen straight weeks of NASCAR. Did you realize that? I didn't realize that, but I'm excited for it.
2: that's yeah. that's definitely yeah. good news. <laughs> so that's new uh, music to your ears? Oh,
1: yes, sir. I love it. Yeah, uh, so a lot of these teams have uh, you know got much needed time off to try to get prepared. And the thing that always happens when uh, these teams and drivers go into an off weekend, some can look at it as a time to kind of uh, relax, get some rest, um, and you know feel good about where they are in the season. And then others are feeling stress, uh, possibly feeling a little bit of a panic mode, and working through this time off trying to figure out what they can do to get that race car better and to be more competitive on the racetrack
2: yeah i would say i would definitely agree with that and i could certainly think of some teams that and the organizations that uh may may feel under the gun right now
1: when you think of a team right now or an organization well, let's just say an organization in the sport that has so underperformed and is feeling the stress and pressure, What name one that comes to your mind. The the first one that comes to my mind would be Stuart Haas. That, that's exactly what's what comes to my mind first. I mean, Stuart Haas Racing has so underperformed in 2021. They have uh, had struggles. Right now, Kevin Harvick sits 10th in the playoff standings and has five top 10 finishes in seven races. That's the best that any of the four drivers have got as far as a record the other teammates right now are all outside the top 20 in points and failed to record a single top 10 finish between them yeah i'm sure they're uh, i mean i mean go ahead
2: oh well i'm sure they're really disappointed with that uh that performance so far um i wouldn't be surprised though to see kevin start running running better and uh and the rest of
1: them to follow suit well i mean you could be you could be right uh, i mean there's been so much about this season so far that if any of us made any predictions uh we've most of us have probably failed miserably i mean seven di- seven races seven different winners none of the winners are a lot of the winners that we would have expected uh we would have expected kevin harvick Denny Hamlin, uh, perhaps Kyle Busch, just to name a few, to have at least gotten a win so far in the first part of the season, and we've not seen any of that. But with Stuart Hoff's racing, you, you ask yourself, okay, where is the problem? What is the problem? And I know that they are probably doing everything they can to try to figure that out, especially when we've seen Penske running well, and we've seen some decent runs with roush fenway so a team can sort of measure their performance with their manufacturer based on the other organizations that are also with that uh, manufacturer
2: absolutely especially uh, a top tier team like stewart Haas racing you certainly expect them to run a lot better than uh than what they have and um you know it's nice to see roush running a little bit you know better here mm-hmm. recently than what we're used to seeing and um you would definitely expect uh stewart haas to be outperforming you know uh where, where they're at now right there with uh skier maybe even outperforming them as well
1: mm-hmm. well you've been a, a dedicated loyal nascar fan for a long time i mean you follow the sport on a daily basis is that fair to say yes sir So when you look at the 2021 season so far and you think about seven different winners, seven races, we've also raced on dirt. Uh, We have changed around the schedule so far. We did back-to-back races at Daytona, then went to Homestead, Miami, Miami. What is the one thing that comes to your mind after the first seven races that uh, perhaps is your biggest surprise of the season so far? Anything that just like stands out in your mind when you think about and you reflect on 2021?
2: I believe uh the the uh all the seven different winners. Mm-hmm. Uh that's one thing that we haven't seen since uh 2003. And um so so that's pretty that's pretty extraordinary there. Also um I believe I believe the uh, a lot of the differences in the uh, performance is due to the uh, the lack of practice uh, this year, uh, like we had last year with the pandemic going on as well.
1: Well, and, and I mean those are all valid points uh, in speaking on practice. You know, NASCAR's got a very very limited practice schedule for 2021 and qualifying, and they are finding that it's not affecting these race teams. I mean, the race teams are feeling pretty comfortable with the way things have been going with no practice and no qualifying. And it's NASCAR's way to cut cost and to save money because you just think about how many thousands or even millions of dollars across the sport of NASCAR are being saved by not having to bring two race cars to the track. I mean, you're talking about millions of dollars.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And and and, and just and then you think about travel. You think about having to bring the teams out a day earlier, two days ahead of time, because you're trying to get in that practice. You're trying to get in that qualifying. Then you think of uh, uh, the cost of tires. The fuel is provided at no charge by Sunoco. But you think of the tire bill. You think a hotel stays. And the list goes on and on and on. So at the end of the season, by them choosing to eliminate most of the practices and most of the qualifying, it is a huge savings to these teams. And that's one thing that NASCAR has had on you know their radar for the last few years is, hey, we've got to get the cost down in, of this sport because it's our future. There's, we're, we're, we're sort of going backwards with uh, teams falling out of the sport instead of coming in and they put the brakes on and they've done a good job to try to find a number of different ways to save money and to cut that cost. And, you know, we've started to see, uh, some, some new teams show interest and come into the sport in the last, say a year to two years. So it's all been a good thing.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think it's been an equalizer, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for the field that, and the, also the fact that we, we were able to mm-hmm. have the same, uh, the same rules package this year that we did had last year so yeah. um i believe that's helped the teams out a lot as well of
1: course we got the new car the next gen uh, coming up in 2022 it's going to be interesting to see and we'll have to talk to uh, alex hayden with mrn when we have him on in just a moment about uh the future of uh the next gen car running on the dirt at bristol we uh, heard during the uh, race at bristol that bristol was going to be back on the dirt in 2022 which i was a little surprised that they made that announcement as early as they did i thought that they would want to you know consult the race teams and they need to have a conversation with nascar about the weekend and also i thought perhaps they would consider you know moving it to the second half of the season to kind of get it out of the rainy springtime of the year but they didn't do any of that I, I i know they had to have had a conversation with nascar before they made the announcement no question about that however to have made it during the race that really surprised me
2: yeah that was wild i was surprised about it myself i couldn't uh i couldn't believe that they uh, made that announcement right there in the yeah. during, during the race last week but uh I know. I know. I'm sure a lot of fans are excited about that already. So.
1: Oh, they are. And when they announced that at Bristol Motor Speedway during the race, I mean, the crowd went wild. And I understand that uh, the Bristol Motor Speedway has already sold over five thousand tickets uh, for the spring race next year after that announcement. But to get back to where I was going with that, the next gen car is is in question. know how well or how. Uh, reliable or stable is the car going to be on the dirt. So we'll have to talk a little bit about that with Alex Hayden and get his uh, view on it. And he may have some uh, very, uh, you know, factual information to share with us about that. Also, I want to recognize another one of our great sponsors and that is every investor's portfolio should contain an allocation of precious metals, invest in bullion, bullion. That is take the step towards ensuring your financial future by visiting Rick Davis Golden Diamond on how to buy precious metals. With all the uncertainties in today's global economy, it has never been more important to diversify and add the security of physical precious metals to your investment strategy. To learn more, visit Rick at Rick Davis Golden Diamond today. 5301 Brainerd Road here in Chattanooga, or you can find them online at rickdavisgoldendiamond.net. All right, it's time for us to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be uh, talking to Alex Hayden, anchor with MRN Radio. We're going to talk to him about some of the latest and hot topics in the news and in the world of NASCAR. We're also going to get a little bit later into uh, talking about Hendrick Motorsports. Chase Elliott is our defending 2020 champion. And what does Chase Elliott like, Dano? He's lacking a win. Lacking a win. That's a surprise to many Hendrick fans. However, two of his teammates have got a win, and we'll get into all that plus a lot more as we continue Racing Talk Radio presented by Vascular Institute here on Rock 105. Again, we want to thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your Monday. More to come after the break. For Dano, I'm Sean Whitfield. Stay with us.
0: Back faster than the last lap at Talladega. Racing Talk Radio, presented by Vascular Institute on Rock 105.
1: You should feel secure in your home, even when you're not there. ADS Security can do that for you. ADS provides professional alarm and security system monitoring to ensure your home is well protected against all threats. Professional home security installation, 24-7 expert security monitoring, lifetime satisfaction guarantee, complete home automation, and 100% wireless. Automate your home security system to work for you all from the touch of your smartphone. Choose ADS Security. Find them online at adssecurity.com.
3: Rick Davis Golden Diamonds is your number one stop for buying and selling fine jewelry, antiques, watches, and coins. Are you ready to take the next step with your significant other? Love is in the air, and Rick Davis has you covered for all your wedding and engagement rings. Their annual bridal sale is going on now. They're buying and selling every day at Rick Davis Golden Diamonds, 5301 Brainerd Road in Chattanooga, or online now at rickdavisgoldendiamonds.net. Rick Davis Gold and Diamonds.
1: It's that time of year. Some days you have the heat on, some days it's the air conditioning. What does that mean? Your heating and air unit may be confused and overworked. If it decides to just stop working, call Carter Heating and Air, 423-899-1500. Or find them online at carterhvac.com. They make hot homes cool or cold homes warm. Carter Heating and Air, 423-899-1500. Or find them online at carterhvac.com. Are you a fitness fanatic into living a healthy lifestyle or you just need the extra motivation to turn your health around? Well, I've got exactly what you need. Join us at the 2021 Chattanooga Fitness Expo presented by Vascular Institute at the Embassy Suites by Hilton on Saturday, June the 5th. We'll have bodybuilding and fitness at its best. Men and women will go on stage in competition showcasing the best physiques in Chattanooga. A lot more information is coming soon. But in the meantime, check out our website, ChattanoogaFitnessExpo.com. A production of the Whitfield Media Group.
4: Small business owners have been hit hard during COVID-19, especially in the restaurant industry. Avalon Design Studio wants to help give them a boost. Starting the first of March, we will be launching ten major giveaways to small business owners of local restaurants. These will include photo shoots, promo videos, web designs, menu designs, and much more. Enter yourself or tell a friend who owns a restaurant. To enter, visit avalondesignstudio.com/giveaway. That's A-V-A-L-O-N, designstudio.com slash giveaway.
1: At Texas Roadhouse, they're famous for their hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs, made-from-scratch sides, ice-cold beer, and their irresistible fresh-baked bread. They take great care in everything they prepare, served with big smiles at a great value. Texas Roadhouse is always focused on providing legendary food and legendary service. Download their mobile app, place an order, and pick up curbside. Texas Roadhouse, located at Sheldonford Road and I-75. I'm Sean Whitfield. Join me, Matt Davis, and Darren Johnson for a great podcast called Chattanooga Fitness Download. It's a podcast about healthy living, fitness, exercise, and bodybuilding. You can expect some great guests and a lot of fascinating stories. Find Chattanooga Fitness Download at your favorite podcast location. Click the subscribe button for all future podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. A production of the Whitfield Media Group
0: more nascar ahead with casey Orr and sean whitfield now back to the show racing talk radio presented by vascular institute
1: on rock 105 welcome back i am sean whitfield along with dano casey Orr has the day off however he will be back here again with me next week we had the uh weekend off from nascar easter weekend and is the uh Last weekend off before a 15-race weekend stretch. So uh, we've got a lot of good NASCAR coming ahead, and we're going to get into some conversation with the uh, guy that's the expert in the uh, world of NASCAR, and he is none other than Alex Hayden with MRN Radio. Good evening, Alex.
5: Hey, how are you? Yeah, Easter weekend off, or as I like to call it, last weekend off until july
1: <laughs> well that's a good point uh i, I guess uh, you were sort of like a lot of the nascar teams you got to enjoy one of your last weekends off for a while is that is that the case
5: absolutely yeah i got to come back down to florida and spend some time down here over the the holiday and seeing my my mother and family and playing golf every day and uh so yeah it was nice to, to kind of get away and recharge a little bit and now fired up and ready to get to Martinsville Speedway this weekend.
1: Well, I was going to ask you if you spent some time on the golf course, because that's that's the rumor I hear, that uh, you do spend some time on golf course.
5: Yes, I spend <laughs> far more time than than I need to be out there, but I do I enjoy it. it. It's it's crazy. It's a frustrating sport, as everybody who's ever swung a golf club knows. It's, it's super frustrating, but it's also super addicting and a lot of fun. So
1: yeah.
5: uh, I don't know why I torture myself and like to – to get frustrated but I do and I have fun
1: with it. Before we get started in talking about uh, some of the topics I wanted to discuss with you for those that uh, not I mean I'm I'm sure everybody listening is familiar with who you are and and that uh, you're a part of the MRN broadcast but if you would just take a moment for maybe some of our listeners that are not aware of uh, your your resume give us a little brief overview. that
5: yeah I um it's crazy this is my 25th Season uh, broadcasting with MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR, been super super lucky. It's it's been one of those types of rides that you just kind of have to shake your head at because prior to MRN, I had never done any radio whatsoever. I've never done any kind of sports play-by-play, uh, nothing of the sort. Uh, I always was a race fan um, and, and grew up uh, around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'm from Indiana originally. And, my dad was a newspaper photographer and uh so we spent a lot of time at racetracks short tracks the big tracks whatever the case was and a buddy of mine uh i was living in florida at the time a buddy of mine said hey man i found a of course we all know back in those days classified ad in the newspaper uh that they were auditioning for track public address announcers at a local short track back in north carolina and i thought well heck all they can do is say no um So I I went back just to have some fun with it because just loving racing and and whatnot Uh, auditioned and I got it and that was a Friday night weekly track and then after two weeks doing that, some guy that owned a Saturday night track in the area asked me to be his announcer so suddenly I was going back to North Carolina from Florida every weekend on Friday night, Saturday night to, to do races and somebody secretly recorded me and sent a tape to MRN that season and I got an audition and you know, nine months later, I was on the air with MRN starting the, the 1997 season. So it, oh. it's been crazy, you know, with, with, with that. And, you know, I've had a lot of fun doing a lot of different things, and uh, whether it be acting or, or whatever the case may be. It, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a, a heck of a ride for sure.
1: So you had had less than one-year experience before you got an interview and a job with MRN Radio. Is that correct?
5: Yeah, I, that's correct. I had... Basically, I had from April to October doing Friday night and Saturday night at two different local racing short tracks, NASCAR mm-hmm. Weekly Series short tracks is what they were. And the Friday night track I was at, uh, a woman by the name of Teresa Richardson, she was the promoter of the track, and she just put a tape recorder in the booth and just recorded me without my knowledge, and, and literally without my knowledge, packaged it up and sent it to MRN with a note that said, uh, you need to hear this guy. And um, I was fortunate that she did that. I was super fortunate that at the time, the president of MRN, the guy named John McMullen, I'm super fortunate that he, he took, took a listen and, and at least thought enough of the tape to, to offer me an audition. From there on out, it was either screw it up or, or you you get something going. And I was very fortunate for him to say yes and put me on the air immediately. So yeah, weeks nineteen ninety seven is when things kind of got rolling for me.
1: So, when you began doing the public announcing at, at the local dirt track, did you have the ambition or dream of making it to the big league some someday in your career?
5: I always always dream big, right? I mean, you have to to have that, and no, no matter what you want to do, whether mm-hmm. uh, you know whether you, you, you're working as a welder, you want to go as far as you possibly can, or or being a race broadcaster, you want to go as possibly uh, as high on the ladder as you can. And and I, w- I certainly knew all about MRN. I was a big fan. I listened to, to a lot of sports on the radio. I don't know why, but I was always enamored with it. Uh, growing up as a kid in Indiana, I would always listen to Cincinnati Reds baseball uh, on WLW 700 AM, which was the flagship station of the Cincinnati Reds. And at the time, it was Marty Brenneman and Joe Nuxall were the broadcasters. So I'd lay in bed when I was supposed to be going to sleep and listen to those guys call baseball games every night. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I still love to listen to baseball on the radio. Uh, And obviously come race time, I'd listen to MRN and and listen to their broadcasts and anything I can listen to sports radio-wise. And I still do to this day. Um, And I never really thought I had the ability to do it. I was doing some acting. I worked at Universal Studios down in Florida uh, when all of this, Started when I got the, the opportunity to audition. So I had some experience, you know, in the public eye and, and speaking and doing those types of things, but never in a million years did, did I think I could do any play-by-play. You know, I was one of those guys, and I think a lot of us are, uh, when you're watching a race or, or playing a video game of baseball or football or a racing game or something, in your head or sometimes out loud if nobody's around, you, you do your own play-by-play. And uh, so I always thought, man, this is fun. And that's why when I, I got the opportunity to, to audition for a public address announcing job, I thought, heck, this will be a lot of fun. This is just something that, that I do kind of to myself and on my own. Why not give it a shot? I'm one of those people where my mantra is is the worst that anybody can say is no. So why not try
1: it? Yeah, that's a remarkable story. And, and then last year, if I'm if I'm speaking correct, and if I'm not, correct me, please. You got the promotion to be one of the primary anchors in the booth after, what, 24 years with MRN Radio? Yeah.
5: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I started off as a turn announcer, just doing the play-by-play in, in the turns. And then um, the, the president, at that particular time, after after three years in the turns, a guy named David Hyatt, said, hey, I need somebody to go to Pitt Road, and, and I think you're the guy that can do it. Uh, and obviously it would be a full-time deal, you're in the pits, and who's going to say no to an opportunity? If if your boss says, I think you're the guy, I want you to do this, then you do it, right? And I thought, heck, this is an opportunity to learn a different discipline Uh, because after doing three years in the turns, I have a chance to go to pit road and learn how to do that. And from there, I worked my way up to the the number two spot behind Winston Kelly, who's now since retired. Um, And and then you're right, yeah, I got got the call when – joe moore decided to hang it up and move down to to the florida keys uh they decided to to put me in the booth and give me a shot at the anchor roll so uh i I guess i'm still still doing (laughs) something right along the way because they haven't haven't kicked me out of the booth yet but uh i'm just super lucky for sure
1: and the rest is history
5: exactly
1: That's what they say. <laughs> you, yeah you you've uh you've checked all the boxes and and had a remarkable career well congratulations it is very well deserved and i know we always enjoy hearing you uh coming from the booth and all the uh, races at MRN is a part of uh but shifting in to talking about uh, what's going on on and off the racetrack last week there was some testing as you're aware at martinsville speedway testing for uh some with rain tires and um, I had heard some chatter that there is uh, that that test was more than just trying to test for tires. It was also a test to look at the future and look at the future of the sport and, and possibly in relations to the TV contract. And what are what are your thoughts? Have you heard those same uh, comments? And what's your perspective?
5: Yeah, I think. I think everything that gets done, every single race that gets run, every single uh, qualifying or practice session, because there will be seven more races this year that have practice and qualifying, every time something happens, it's all geared towards the future. We're always building towards the future. At least everybody should be. And NASCAR's no different. So, yeah, even though there's some some scuttlebutt about, hey, the TV – folks are kind of clamoring with the fact that we're having rainouts, and that messes up their programming that, that, you know, impedes nighttime programming that sometimes impedes Monday or God forbid, Tuesday or Wednesday programming. Uh, So why not put treaded wet weather tires on cars to race in ovals for for the longest time? Obviously, it was a simple fact that, uh, you know, our drivers, while they're the best in the world, we don't need to line up 40 guys to go as fast as you can in a circle. Uh, going, you know, 190 miles an hour in a circle. And I think think we've got to a point where it's like, well, heck, why not? Uh, Goodyear has got tremendous technology. We can do this. We're doing it on road courses now. So that's a big step. We've been doing that for a few years. And why not start it out on short tracks? And that's exactly what this Tesla is all about at Martinsville Speedway. No, it didn't rain that day. They just had uh, water trucks and fire trucks absolutely drenching Martinsville Speedway and testing rain tires and how the cars would respond. Could they pass? Could you see with the rooster tails that are being kicked up? Would it be a good show from the grandstands? Because a lot of NASCAR officials and some of the track officials went and set up in the stands just to see what what it would look like. Can you see the cars through the rooster tails and the spray? So uh, the idea, obviously, is to help the, the television networks Stop impeding. Help race fans who buy tickets and plan months and sometimes years in advance to go to a particular race only to have it rained out and not be able to stay for a Monday or a Tuesday. This could potentially help everybody in that call. So I applaud NASCAR for at least being very open-minded and saying, you know what, why not? Let's try it. As I said earlier, the absolute worst thing that can happen is, is it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So why not give it a shot, and NASCAR's doing that, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if we don't have oval short-track wet-weather tires on the ground in the very near future. Yeah. The key is you've got to have some tires to test to see what it's about, but that's one thing. So to bring 20, 25 tires to a test is one thing. To bring a couple of hundred sets of tires, that's something totally different. So Goodyear would have to make and get those tires exactly right before you could bring them to the racetrack.
1: Well, we've recently seen where the NFL just finalized uh, a new TV contract, well over a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, that's not, what it Yeah, <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, the ten-year contract that Matt NASCAR is in the middle of right now that goes through 2024 is in the excess of eight billion. Does that sound correct to you, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. And and so. That will come up at the end of twenty twenty four and you're right, NASCAR's gotta figure out a way to make the sport better. It's all it's always about looking to the future as you commented about. And when these TV networks look at these countless hours of rainouts at certain times of the season, that's millions of dollars. And they've got to figure yeah. out figure out how to compensate that, especially when they've already got a huge investment in the sport.
5: Absolutely. And, and, you know, a lot of people complain, especially a lot of older NASCAR fans complain about the later start times. Well, when you're a television network, whether you're Fox or NBC for NASCAR, and you're paying the amount of money you're paying, you should get a little bit of say so when these races start. Yeah. And, and television certainly dictates that. The idea is, is ratings. The idea is to get as many eyeballs and ears listening and watching your television show as you possibly can. So if you can start a race at three o'clock Eastern time, average three to a half, maybe four hours max, you go up to prime time and lead people into prime time programming. And it's called prime time programming for a reason. That's when the majority of people watch. Those are the most popular te- television series and shows that are out there. So every network wants to lead people as best they can into their primetime lineup. So that's why we have the later start times going on nowadays. That's certainly controlled by television. You know, you think about the Bristol race we just ran a couple of weeks back on the dirt at Bristol, Tennessee. Sure, NASCAR was open-minded and wanting to try something different. Bristol was certainly uh, willing to do it as well. But Fox had a whole lot to say about that. They wanted another marquee event because, again, we don't have practice in qualifying. So these networks are losing, uh, they're losing some, some programming. And they feel like, hey, if we're going to spend this type of money, we've got to do something different. We've got to do something to try to make up those ratings and make up that revenue. So Fox got with Bristol and NASCAR and all sat down together and said, what can we do to come up with another marquee type event? Fox obviously has the Daytona 500 to start the season off. Midway through the year, we switch over to the NBC family of networks. So Fox said, can we try something different? Can we try this? And Bristol Motor Speedway said, absolutely. You know, we did it 20-plus years ago with the world of outlaw sprint cars. NASCAR was certainly on board with it. So Fox had a hand in running a NASCAR race on dirt at Bristol. It wasn't just the racetrack that decided to do it. Uh, Television had a a big say-so in that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, you're very much correct in that. Our guest today is Alex Hayden with MRN Radio. Alex, do you think we'll ever see the day, for example, like Bristol Motor Speedway, where there could be like a huge canopy that's over the top of <laughs> Bristol Motor Speedway? that would, Yeah, you know, why not? That, that would eliminate majority of the rain. They may still need to have uh, rain tires, but it would eliminate... Majority of the rain coming down over the racetrack, I, well, I could see that happening.
5: Twenty-five years ago, who would have ever thought they would put one hundred and sixty thousand seats around that half-mile racetrack? Nobody yeah. would have thought that, and here they are—they did it. Um, so, yeah, I could see that happening. Now, there, there's certainly some some things you have to take into consideration. First of all, that that great coliseum and that cathedral of speed. You're in a bowl surrounded by those metal grandstands. It's loud in there. If anybody's ever been to Bristol, you know it is super loud because there's really no place for the noise to escape, and it just ricochets off everything and stays inside that bowl. So if you put a canopy over top of it, you're going to amplify that, what, five, ten times the amount that it already is.
3: So that's one thing that
5: that needs to be addressed. The other thing is uh, the fumes you got to have a way to get those fumes out. So how high up do you put the canopy and how do you put some sort of a ventilation system in there to try to pull those fumes out of, of that and outside? That would be the other big question mark. It can be done. Uh, we see that in tunnels on interstates. If you think about it, you ever driven through a mountain before in a tunnel, there are big fans up there that pull air and continue to keep air moving. So that's something I don't think is, is too terribly difficult to, to take care of. But to me, it will be the noise issue. How do you address that? Uh, But, yeah, I absolutely think you can do that, given the fact that it's a shorter track, uh, and I wouldn't put anything past Marcus Smith and his team. I I think they're willing to pull the trigger.
1: I would agree with that. They are certainly innovators, and they want to try to figure out uh, how they can make things better and make it better for the fans. And uh, that's one of the things I admire about uh, Speedway Motorsports uh alex as you know seven races seven different winners and when you reflect on the season so far of nascar 2021 what's the first thing that comes to your mind that surprises you the most
5: well i think it's who has won races this year
1: mm-hmm. i
5: don't think it's a huge surprise that we've got seven different winners i think it's who has won and with michael mcdowell winning the the daytona 500 to get the season going i don't think anybody expected that i, I pretty much tell you Michael McDowell probably didn't expect that either <laughs> um even, and Christopher Bell coming back and winning on the Daytona road course we expected C Bell to win at some point this year but I don't think anybody expected him to win on the road course the second race out uh you, you continue down the list of, of people out there William Byron's good enough to win okay well I didn't expect him to win that soon uh but as you go down the list the, the thing that surprised me is is who has won to this point and As we sit right now, seven races in with these seven different winners, and you look at the list of marquee drivers and marquee race teams that are yet to get the winner's circle that you have to expect are going to win, right? You Mm -hmm. expect Chase Elliott to win. You expect Brad Keselowski to win a race. Uh, You expect Kevin Harvick to win a race, even though they've not been very good this year as a whole. But the, the, the bottom line is, with Michael McDowell winning the Daytona 500, it went from, holy moly, this guy is probably going to be a playoff driver. Congratulations to him. But here we are seven weeks in and thinking, wow, we still can kind of count off another eight, maybe nine different winners out there. And we all know that there's only 16 playoff spots available. So should we get to 17 different winners, which the way it's going right now, that's a possibility. Maybe Michael McDowell gets knocked out of the playoffs because uh, then it, if we have 16 different winners, then it starts going on points. So, you look at that, Michael McDowell may go from being on the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. Uh, So, we still have a long way to go, obviously, and we're certainly not trying to put the cart before the horse, but that is one thing that is certainly starting to to get talked about right now.
1: If we have more than 16 winners, I think that's going to blow the minds of most NASCAR fans (laughs) for this season. Yeah, it's been
5: kind of a crazy year the way it's been already, so...
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Alex, we're about out of time. headed up to a commercial break, but before we let you go, I know we're headed to Martinsville this Saturday night uh, to watch NASCAR under the lights. You guys with MRN will be making the call. Is that correct?
5: Yes, sir. We'll be there. Uh, starting, uh, if anybody's going to Martinsville, come on out and join us Thursday night. We've got the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour there back at Martinsville Speedway to renew history there. They used to race there years and years ago. So the Modifieds will be there. We'll be broadcasting that on MRN.com. And then obviously Friday night and the big one Saturday night for the NASCAR Cup Series, the Blue EMU 500, uh, Saturday night under the lights at Martinsville Speedway. Look forward to that one.
1: And uh, you guys can be found where online as far as uh, people f- keeping up with you?
5: Uh, with me specifically, all social media. Uh, you can find me at the Alex Hayden, uh I don't mean it to sound arrogant because it's not, but that at Alex Hayden was taken on everything. Just come to find out, Alex Hayden is a comic book character. <laughs> uh, so I've been I've been ousted by a comic book character. Uh, so I had to put D in front of it, so D Alex Hayden everywhere on social media.
1: Well, you deserve it. It's it's very well deserved. So you shouldn't feel bad about it at all. Alex, thanks you. Nice thank you again that. so much for your time and uh, sharing with us your perspective. And we'll all be uh, tuning in to MRN Radio catching the call for this weekend at martinsville thanks again
5: no thank you guys for having me i appreciate it sean dano you guys do a great job thanks for having me thank you
1: alex talk to you soon all right that is alex hayden with mrn radio it's always a pleasure uh getting his perspective and dano uh hearing his voice makes you feel like that the race is getting ready to get started
2: it sure does and uh you know i always enjoy listening to alex and uh he's so knowledgeable and i've always enjoyed listening to him on this show
1: yeah well we got to take a quick break we're over time but when we come back we got more nascar to discuss as we get ready for the race at martinsville more to come for dano i'm sean whitfield stay with us We'll be
0: back quicker than Sean can drink another monster energy. Celebrating 20 years of talking NASCAR. Racing Talk Radio, presented by Vascular Institute on Rock 105. Hi, I'm Ed Jones, owner of Nutrition World. And I'm Dr. Christopher Green, medical doctor with CHI
2: Memorial. Join us each Sunday morning at 9 a.m. For Vital Health Radio, presented by CHI Memorial on 98.1 The Lake. Check out our website at vitalhealthradio.com, provided by Avalon Design.
1: At Texas Roadhouse, they're famous for their hand-cut steak fall off the bone ribs, made from scratch sides, ice cold beer,
3: and their irresistible fresh baked bread. They take great care in everything they prepare. served with big smiles at a great value.
1: Texas Roadhouse is always focused on providing legendary food and legendary
3: service. Download their mobile app, place an order, and pick it up curbside. Texas Roadhouse, located at Shaliford Road and I-75. The Vascular Institute of Chattanooga is the area's only comprehensive endovascular vascular specialty center dedicated to critical limb disease with a special focus on amputation prevention. The staff of experts provides complete medical assessment, therapies, and procedures with on-site surgical interventions if needed. Appointments and new patients are now being accepted at the Vascular Institute of Chattanooga. For more information, visit Vascular Institute of Chattanooga
1: Hi, it's Sean Whitfield.
3: And I'm Amanda Battles with Keller Williams Realty.
1: Join us every Saturday morning at 8 for Your Home Radio on 981 The Lake.
3: Featuring a variety of topics for your home.
1: A production of the Whitfield Media Group
0: at silverdale baptist church we exist to lead people into an authentic relationship with christ so they will worship god grow in their faith and then serve the lord learn more
4: about us and discover a campus and service time that fits you best at silverdalebc.com small business owners have been hit hard during covid 19 especially in the restaurant industry avalon design studio wants to help give them a boost Starting the 1st of March, we will be launching 10 major giveaways to small business owners of local restaurants. These will include photo shoots, promo videos, web designs, menu designs, and much more. Enter yourself or tell a friend who owns a restaurant. To enter, visit avalondesignstudio.com slash giveaway. That's A-V-A-L-O-N designstudio.com slash giveaway.
1: Coming Saturday, June 5th at the Embassy Suites by Hilton. 2021 Chattanooga Fitness Expo, presented by Vascular Institute. Bodybuilding and fitness at its best. Check out our website at ChattanoogaFitnessExpo.com. A production of the Whitfield Media Group.
0: This is the fastest hour in radio with Casey Orr and Sean Whitfield. Racing Talk Radio, presented by Vascular Institute on Rock 105.
1: Welcome back. I am Sean Whitfield, along with Dano joining me here in the Whitfield Media Group studio. Casey Orr is uh, taking some vacation time. However, he will be back here again with me next week. And next Monday, we'll break down the entire NASCAR weekend from Martins Martinsville. Uh, we're going to be racing under the lights Saturday night, 7.30. And that race can be found on MRN Radio or Fox Sports 1. Dano... What do you think about night racing at Martinsville?
2: Night racing at Mark- Martinsville is going to be real exciting.
1: Uh, yeah, they've not had lights there too many years. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Should be exciting, uh, especially uh, having a break. But uh, hey, we're both ready for some NASCAR racing as we get ready for this 15 race stretch coming up uh, over the next uh, 15 weeks. I was talking to uh, Alex Hayden a moment ago and and was discussing briefly the uh, TV contract situation. And Dano that is something that uh, is sort of the lifeblood of the sport is the television contract. From what I recall, and if my memory serves me right, about 65% of the money that these speedways, or, or excuse me, sixty-five percent of the TV money goes to the racetracks. That has been the lifeblood of a lot of these speedways, especially during the the COVID times, because the TV money is what has been able to keep them in survival mode. Um, it, it's a, it's a large part of the purse. It's a large part of what funds NASCAR. And everything centers around the TV dollars. And as I mentioned a moment ago, is over an $8 billion deal for 10 years. Contracts up at the end of 2024. And every time a professional sport renegotiates a TV contract, NASCAR hopes that that's going to raise the price of their real estate. Because if you just think about the NFL, I think it was $110 billion. And I'm not sure if that was what period of time that was over. But anyway, that's a huge, huge chunk of change and the nfl has always driven the sports world we've got cbs with a sports network nbc fox espn the uh, the marketplace of sports pro- programming is extremely valuable especially for these networks that are trying to program 24/7 sports and nascar is the one sport that's can be somewhat at a disadvantage Because they can't guarantee the TV networks that their product is going to be ready and able to broadcast when it's supposed to. You think about football. Football plays if it's raining, if it's snowing. The only time they don't play is if there's thunder and lightning. Uh, Baseball, I'm trying to think. Baseball, they're they're put on hold if there's rain. I've not watched baseball in a while.
2: I think it depends on how hard it's raining. But they won't do it during lightning or anything like that. Yeah, and
1: then you take other sports that are indoors. That's not an issue. And so NASCAR is that one sport that if they could figure out a way, because that that also deters uh, maybe some of these networks offering more money for the television contract when they don't have a guarantee that that sports programming would air. Because... In the springtime of the year, for sure, rain is is oftentimes a threat. And if they have got to figure out what they're going to fill that time with, and then they've got to take up more programming the very next day, and they got to figure out a place to put that, that is huge, huge, enormous dollars that it's costing these networks. And they've got to factor that in to the overall business plan when they make their proposal for a TV deal. And if NASCAR can try to figure out a way to eliminate these races from not running due to rainy weather that's going to be a huge benefit and chances are that's going to be worth whatever investment nascar needs to make with canopies or whatever it may be rain tires to be able to guarantee the networks that it's going to air
2: yeah absolutely sean just like you always say you know uh NASCAR it, it's a business first yeah it is and uh so so everything that uh, you know protects that um, protects their earnings is um you know is gonna be a good investment I yeah, believe
1: I, I mean it's all about uh, uh you know the sponsorships the marketing dollars uh, with without corporate America without the TV contracts with without the race fans there is no nascar there is no nascar drivers and so um that's you know the 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 way the world of nascar works it's it starts off as a business first uh let's talk a little bit about uh some of what's going on in 2021 we have seen where kyle bush is still winless so far um Kyle Busch is looking like this in his uh, strings of up and down results over the first seven races. Bush has had has earned three top tens and he's also had four finishes of 14th or worse. Of course we saw last year where he had a very poor season. So Dan, I look in your crystal ball. How much longer do you think these doom and gloom times could last for Kirk, for Kyle Busch? any any thoughts or opinion on that i'm putting you on the spot
2: well last year last year i was shocked that uh uh kyle bush went so long i believe it was what was it texas in in the uh, playoffs or something like that when he finally got a got a win Mm -hmm. um and and so that was really shocking but uh this year he you know he he's had some issues that were maybe out of his control he does have uh two teammates christopher bell and martin truex jr who already have had a win and i'm sure that just bothers him more so um i'm sure I, i'm sure he's motivated very motivated yeah. to uh to get that first win and um i wouldn't be surprised to see uh, it could happen at any track it could he could he could win on any track coming up well and uh, martinsville could
1: be the Could be it. He's got to stay focused. He's got to keep the right attitude, and he's got to keep a positive attitude because if he doesn't do those things with the difficulties that he's had so far, things are not going to turn around, and they're not going to get better. And uh, so hopefully we'll see some changes come for Kyle Busch in the near future and also for Chase Elliott. As we talked about earlier in the program, he's our defending champion, and out of seven races, no Chase Elliott. So interesting NASCAR season to say the least. We got to take another quick break. We've gotten behind, but we're trying to catch up again. We want to thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your Monday. We're continuing to celebrate 20 years of talking NASCAR here on rock one Oh five more ahead after the break for Dano, i I'm Sean Whitfield. Stay with us.
0: Celebrating 20 years of Talking NASCAR, Racing Talk Radio, presented by Basketer Institute on
1: Rock 105. It's that time of year. Some days you have the heat on, some days it's the air conditioning. What does that mean? Your heating and air unit may be confused and overworked. If it decides to just stop working, call Carter Heating and Air. 423-899-1500 or find them online at carterhvac.com. They make hot homes cool or cold homes warm. Carter Heating and Air, 423-899-1500 or find them online at carterhvac.com. I'm Sean Whitfield. Join me, Matt Davis, and Darren Johnson for a great podcast called Chattanooga Fitness Download. It's a podcast about healthy living, fitness, exercise, and bodybuilding. You can expect some great guests and a lot of fascinating stories. Find Chattanooga Fitness Download at your favorite podcast location. Click the subscribe button for all future podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. A production of the Whitfield Media Group.
0: NASCAR is cranking up and Sean Whitfield and Casey Orr will get you right in the middle of it. Tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for Racing Talk Radio presented by Vascular Institute on Rock 105. Celebrating 20 years of talking NASCAR, a production of Whitfield Media Group. Hi, I'm Ed Jones, owner of Nutrition
2: World. And I'm Dr. Christopher Green, medical doctor with CHI Memorial. Join us each Sunday morning at 9 a.m. for Vital Health Radio, presented by CHI Memorial on 98.1 The Lake. Check out our website at vitalhealthradio.com, provided by Avalon Design.
3: The Vascular Institute of Chattanooga is the area's only comprehensive endovascular vascular specialty center dedicated to critical limb disease with a special focus on amputation prevention. The staff of experts provides complete medical assessment, therapies, and procedures with on-site surgical interventions if needed. Appointments and new patients are now being accepted at the Vascular Institute of Chattanooga. For more information, visit vascularinstituteofchattanooga.com.
1: Are you a fitness fanatic into living a healthy lifestyle or you just need the extra motivation to turn your health around? Well, I've got exactly what you need. Join us at the 2021 Chattanooga Fitness Expo presented by Vascular Institute at the Embassy Suites by Hilton on Saturday, June the 5th. We'll have bodybuilding and fitness at its best. Men and women will go on stage in competition showcasing the best physiques in Chattanooga. A lot more information is coming soon. But in the meantime, check out our website, ChattanoogaFitnessExpo.com. A production of the Whitfield Media Group.
3: Ugh, I'm stressed beyond belief.
1: What's wrong, honey?
3: Just life, bills, gas prices, everything. Looks like we aren't going to get that vacation again this year.
1: Why not? We can just take your gold and sell it to Rick Davis.
3: Hey, that's a pretty good idea.
1: Yep, Rick Davis Gold and Diamonds pays top prices for gold.
3: Yay, we can finally take that trip to Jamaica like we always wanted to
1: rick davis golden
0: diamonds helping you get away for a little while rick davis golden diamonds 5301 brainerd road buckle up and hang on celebrating 20 years of talking nascar with Casey Orr orange sean whitfield racing talk radio presented by vascular institute on rock 105
1: welcome back i am sean whitfield along with dan o Casey Orr is uh, taking the day off. However, he will be back here again next week. We are coming into the uh, closing minutes of uh, today's program. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, we're headed to uh, Martinsville Speedway uh, this Saturday night, 730 under the lights. Dano, uh, what, is, what does it look like for you? What, who do who you think is going to end up in victory lane? You, gonna, you think it's going to be a first-time winner or somebody that uh, could get their second win of the season?
2: I believe uh, we're going to follow along with the same trend that we've been seeing, and uh, we're going to get a new first-time winner, and uh, that'll be Denny Hamlin.
1: You know, that's a very good pick. We know that Denny Danny Hamlin runs well at uh, Martinsville. He is so due. Uh, he, he came close to winning at Bristol and uh, had a poor restart there at the end. And uh, so, yeah, I would tend to agree with you. You know, I, I'm going to go out and uh, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott's another uh, good one that could possibly end up in victory lane. And I think you're right. I think we could see another first-time winner of 2021.
2: Absolutely. And uh, Chase Elliott is a great pick. And, uh, of course, we all know what happened last time we were at Martinsville. And uh believe me, that was the Chase Elliott show.
1: <laughs> that, that it was and certainly we uh we confirmed his popularity to the nascar nation uh and their support uh for chase elliott of course uh, we'll be back here again next monday at uh, 6 p.m to break it all down and uh keeping you up to date with what's going on in the world of nascar um it's it's been an interesting season so far i i can't wait to uh see how the rest of the season is going to continue. We got 26 races before we get to the playoffs. So we got 21 uh, or excuse me. We got 19 to go to determine the 16 drivers that will go into the playoffs for the final 10 races of the season. And I think Alex could be onto something. We could easily have 16 different drivers make it in to uh the nascar playoffs it's it's not uh it's not unreasonable
2: not at all and uh you know i sure i, I sure hope for michael mcdowell's sake that uh he's got a lot of points if it comes down to that yes yeah, it, it would be a shame to see him not make it into the playoffs yeah. after
1: after that big win at daytona i agree dano thanks for joining me uh, the last uh, f- couple of weeks and especially today fill in the shoes of casey or you did a great job
2: oh well thank you sean it's been it's been a blast uh, being here i sure have enjoyed it and uh of course i learned a lot from you and casey so that's always appreciated
1: as well before we go do you want to give a shout out to your fan club out there giddy up guys (laughs) (laughs) all right that's gonna do it for us here today again thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your day for dano i'm sean whitfield and have a great week
0: in the fastest hour in radio racing talk radio presented by vascular institute on rock 105 your home for nascar join casey orr and sean whitfield each monday at 6 p.m on rock 105 and streaming all over the world on the radio.com app check out our website and for past shows racingtalkradio.com built by avalon design studio